0: Hello and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk where you meet the people behind the colorful content of our American Road magazine. I'm Foster Brown, your host. I think you'll agree. It's highway robbery every time we pull up to the gas station. Whether it's political turmoil in the Middle East or pure greed on the part of oil companies, there always seems to be an excuse for jacking up the prices. Well, there are some folks in the heartland of America working to break that dependence on foreign fuels. At a company called Poet, a company formed in the mid-80s to turn corn into ethanol, liquid fuel, that has been included now in most of our gasolines. In one of our past trip talks, I interviewed Tom Holm, who went on a 10,000-mile echo Trek across the country in vehicles powered solely by cellulosic ethanol that was derived from farm waste like corn husks, leaves, and stubble poet provided Tom with that fuel and today I'm speaking with Nathan Shock their PR director about producing ethanol to break our addiction on foreign fuels you'll hear that full story in just a minute after this message from travelwisconsin.com the Wisconsin
1: Department of Tourism presents fun photos featuring best friends Sarah and Sophie today's pictures are from music festivals throughout the state.
0: Hey, Sophie, check it out. I uploaded our concert pics. Front row. Your air guitar skills are awesome. Here's a shot of us at that country music fest. I look good in a cowboy hat. Here I
1: am with the band's guitar pick. I can't believe you framed that. Oh, and here's that show where you were pulled on
0: stage to dance. Yeah, and I broke a heel. But it was worth it. And in this one... Whoa. Is that lead singer passing you his number? Uh, next picture, please.
1: Picture your fun in Wisconsin. Wherever you decide to go, don't forget the camera. There are literally thousands of ways to find your fun at TravelWisconsin.com. Got a favorite Wisconsin photo to share with us? Enter our Picture the Fun photo contest today for a chance to win great prizes. This message sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Tourism.
0: It's my pleasure to talk with Nathan Schock, who's the Director of Public Relations for Poet. Uh, and I think it is kind of poetic that it, it is a company that is, is making some remarkable changes, uh, perhaps revolutionary changes in the way that we power our vehicles. Nate, thank you so much for being with us here on American Road.
1: Uh, Foster, it is my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the background of where Poet has come from beginning in the mid-80s.
1: Well, the poet really started on the family farm more than 25 years ago. Uh, Bruins lived in a rural community in Minnesota, and uh, the, the father, Bruin Lowell, just got really tired of, of watching all these oil imports come into our country while the government was paying him to leave his some of his most productive lands out of production. Mm. So he he built a farm-scale ethanol plant, just a little thing there, but that was where the Bruins kind of got their first taste of ethanol, so to speak. <laughs> and since then, uh, it's grown to become the largest producer of any biofuel in the world, with 27 plants across seven Midwestern states producing uh, over 1.7 billion gallons of ethanol per year.
0: While that's a large number, how does that relate to the amount of fuel that we're consuming this year, generally uh, in the United States? What percentage of that would that be?
1: Well, the American public produces uh, uses around one hundred and thirty to one hundred and forty billion gallons of uh, fuel per year. So while it's a uh, while it's a small it's a small mm-hmm. number, um, it's growing all the time. In fact, the the ethanol industry today produces. Uh, enough ethanol to be about ten percent of the fuel supply mm-hmm. uh, and that's uh, that 's been growing over the last twenty years
0: tell me Nate I have heard challenges in the past that the whole process of uh, producing ethanol is actually more. Uh, costs more in terms of energy, in terms of the energy required to get the ethanol, than the ethanol savings that are given back. First of all, could you comment on that? And, and are there any changes now as you shift to this other process?
1: Sure, Foster. Glad, I'm glad for the chance to respond to that. Um, it is possible that 20 or 30 years ago, uh, ethanol may have taken more energy to produce than what you got out of it. But today, that's simply not the case look at the the ethanol that that we produce. The majority of it today from corn. It's about a two to a to a two and a half return. So for every unit of energy you put into it, you get two to two and a half out. Mm-hmm. With with the cellulosic ethanol that we're talking about, it gets up more into the six to seven to one return. Oh wow! And 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 can even get higher than that as we go
0: forward. For the sake of our listeners and readers, what's fascinating about that is that's actually using the byproduct but well, it's not using the corn but it's using the other byproducts around it
1: because uh cellulose really has two almost two fuels there's the cellulose that we break down and and make into fuel for uh, you know liquid transportation fuel for vehicles but what's left over is uh called lignin and we burn that in a uh, in a digester at the facility and that powers the facility so the reason wow. you get such a great energy return is that you're actually powering the plant with the feedstock. So it, it, yeah. it, it becomes very uh, a very good energy return. Do
0: you, do you think that recent him political events in the Middle East will help to push the whole cellulosic fuel uh, issue forward? Is it helping politically as well?
1: Well, I think one of the unfortunate things about the American public is that we seem to lurch back and forth between crisis, crisis and complacency.
0: Yeah.
1: and and so if you look at the uh, you know the current turmoil in the Middle East and what it has done to fuel prices here in America, I think it certainly creates a climate where. People are looking for alternatives, and one of those that they're definitely taking a hard look at is ethanol because it's by far the, the largest alternative to oil that we have today. One of, one of the unfortunate things, though, is there's not a whole lot of market opportunity left. As I said, uh, ethanol is already in 9 out of 10 gallons in the country, mm-hmm. so it's almost 10%. Mm-hmm. And because of uh, a really outdated rule um, with, uh, with the Environmental Protection Agency, it's limiting ethanol to 10% of our of, of a gallon of gasoline, when when studies show that you can put far more in and uh, have no adverse effect on engines. We we need to increase that blend. We need to uh, get more blender pumps installed in this country that allow consumers to choose mm-hmm. 10, 20, 30, or 85% ethanol, and we need more flex fuel vehicles so that this this alternative can be used because today we're essentially captive to oil if the, if the price of gasoline goes to 5 dollars in a month we yep. have no option except ab- to stop ab- driving
0: absolutely absolutely and and you and the folks at Poet are offering that alternative
1: the the cost to make a vehicle a flex-fuel vehicle versus a standard auto is only about an extra
0: $100. Yeah, and as I understand it, I think, Nate, it, it has to do primarily with uh, stainless steel fuel lines um, and some other things um, because of the impact of the ethanol on rubber gaskets and plastics. Am I right?
1: Yeah, and the other thing is just a small tune to the computer of the uh, vehicle because... Right. They don't quite know how to handle the, <laughs> you know, the, the increased oxygen and octane that come from yeah. from ethanol. But mm-hmm. what's really exciting, Foster, is all that does is allow an engine to take in ethanol. But some of the new vehicles, um, like the Buick uh, Regal Turbo, are actually uh, engineered to use ethanol, where they take advantage of the high octane and run an engine at a higher compression. That allows you to get very similar mileage um, on ethanol that you do from gasoline. So we see we see all kinds of innovation around engine technology coming mm. soon as well. As ethanol has really grown over the last ten or twenty years, the unfortunate thing is with the flex fuel vehicles and the ethanol pumps, it's a little bit of a chicken and an egg. The gas stations say, "Well, we'll right. put in the pumps as soon as uh, the flex fuel vehicles are made," and the and the manu- auto manufacturers have said, "Well." we'll make the flex fuel vehicles as soon as the pumps are in place. We think there's a role there where government can send a signal to them and say we need to speed up production of both at the same time.
0: So do you see that the key is legislative right now, Nate, to, to making the big change?
1: Uh, I, I, You know, I think so. I mean, if you look at the, uh, the domestic autos, they have made a real commitment to producing flex fuel vehicles and have said that here within the next year or so, uh, one out of every two new vehicles that roll off their lines will be flex fuel. Unfortunately, a lot of the foreign auto manufacturers have not shown that same commitment. So uh, there there has been a proposal here uh, several times over the last few years to require that 90% of vehicles have our flexible fuel, flex fuel capable, and we would support that. And again, it doesn't... It, it does not tell anyone that you have to use ethanol. All it does is give them the choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Nathan Schock, thank you very much for being with us. Director of uh, PR for Poet, which is uh, the company and that has now throughout the nation been committed to producing these cellulosic ethanols and perhaps the fuels of the future for our cars. Nate, thanks so much for being with us here on the American Road. Uh, Foster, it was my pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me here again soon as we travel more of the American Road and get to know the fascinating people we meet along the way. Don't forget to visit our webpage at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for our most recent issue, blogs, travel tips, special deals, and so much more. Or find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest American Road news. For the American Road Magazine, I'm Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey.